This audio is brought to you by Business Radio, powered by Wharton, originally airing on SiriusXM. Next topic we're covering today is talking about the growing gap of missing women in technology. I'm so thrilled that I have Elise Awad, Chief Operating Officer at DeVry University. DeVry University has its roots in technology when it was founded 90 years ago in 1931. Elise is the strategic leader of DeVry's admissions, student and career services, and corporate partner teams. Elise, thank you for joining me today. Thank you, Randy. I am absolutely delighted to be here with you today. So thank you for having me. Thank you. Well, this is such an important topic that we're discussing today and so near and dear to my heart. I'm thrilled to see that DeVry has such a focus on women in tech. Before we get into that, though, I would love to just hear a little bit about you. What has this past year uh, kind of done for you personally? And, um, you know, what's, what's going on right now that you're excited about? Yeah, so, uh, you know, this past year has obviously um, been an eye-opener for me personally. Um, I've uh, really taken a moment to sort of take a step back and uh, and think about my goals and making a, a bigger difference in the world. I mean, we've pandemic aside, there's been so many um, other happenings in the world this past year. And, um, you know, I, I, I hate to say it, but, you know, things still continue to happen. And, um, and uh, you know, so I've really sort of thought about how we can make a difference both here at DeVry University and then me in my personal life. And, you know, when you talk about the challenges of the pandemic when it came to uh, DeVry and our students, I'll say that um, while we were dealing with unique and certainly unprecedented times, we were fortunate to have successfully and swiftly, I must add, uh, thanks to the wonderful team at DeVry, um, we were were able to pivot our operations to, to being fully virtual and and have been in that setting since the outset of the pandemic. And, and luckily, um, we've had many years of experience in teaching students online. And just a fun fact, we have actually offered online programs since, uh, since 1998. And many of our students were already taking online courses pre-pandemic. So that definitely helped with this, um, what we'll call sort of forced transition. Um, but I, I do want to say that, you know, COVID in this past year did introduce new needs and, and concerns for our students, you know, Parents became teachers on top of being college <laughs> students, and, and some were also in jobs that were considered essential, you know, working overtime and sustaining longer hours, which, as you can imagine, Randy, that, that creates time barriers academically. So um, this is where we truly had to be deliberate about engaging our faculty and our advisors and really our entire university to continue to, to foster more than ever our culture of what we call proactive care around technology, emotional care. Um, time, care and support, and then, and then truly, really, um, the meat of it is the academic care and support in the classroom. Absolutely. Well, it sounds like you, you've been really thoughtful and really proactive about this year, and um, that I, I'm, I'm smiling a little bit on the inside thinking about how, you know, you guys were doing digital school before it was cool <laughs> for the, for the yeah. rest of the world. But um, it really, you're right, There, this year presented a lot of unique challenges, but also, you know, an opportunity to rethink some things. And one of the things that I was grateful this year was I actually got to partner with DeVry University to talk about um, the gap that exists for women in tech. So Elise, I'd love to hear some of your thoughts about the opportunity gap for women in tech and um, maybe how the pandemic uh, 
created new opportunities, but also new challenges there. And before I start, before I go into that, Randy, I just want to thank you because um, we could not think of a better person to partner with uh, in terms of influencing um, women to sort of launch their tech careers. And it's interesting. So while women make up approximately half of the U.S. workforce, and this is pre-COVID numbers, um, women are highly underrepresented, as you know, in the tech sector. Um, the number is less than 30%. And this past year, we've seen women disproportionately affected by COVID in the workplace. And sadly, women have accounted for 54% of the initial COVID-related job losses, which means if you think about that in, from a technology standpoint or tech sector standpoint, that means women are most likely even more underrepresented in various tech fields today. So um, the underrepresentation of women in technology and techni technical fields has become a massive impairment to healing our economy. And it's this, uh, what I like to call sort of ongoing uphill battle because a lack of representation of women in tech not only discourages the pursuit of a STEM or tech-related education, which would help in launching a career in this field, but it also, it, it affects women's ability to succeed in the industry as a whole with that, that feeling that there's just this lack of support or, or shortage of advocates upon entry into any type of technology-related role. So, you know, it, it's, you know, you think about, uh, I, I sort of bucket this into three factors. Uh, first, it's you have this lack of female role models. And this is absolutely not a superficial factor either. This is um, an issue that uh, women can come to feel that the lack of representation opportunity in tech fields puts limits on their ability to gain mentorship and sponsorship and and these are important pieces because it's a known issue that women are underrepresented in these types of jobs. Um, and, and second, uh, and, and, and you, you probably know this with your work in Silicon Valley, is misconceptions of what it's like to work in a tech field. You, you know, yes. the first one is you have to be an expert when it comes to math and science to work in tech. Or, hey, if I go work in tech, I'll surely hit that glass ceiling early because of this lack of gender and diversity and the field being so male dominated, you have, and, and then the other one is, you know, this, this is a common misconception that we hear a lot is that you have to live in or be connected to Silicon Valley to get a great tech mm -hmm. job. And then you think about the, the narrowly targeted recruitment efforts, you know, hiring managers looking for a certain profile or, or more of the same. So, so in these three buckets, really, if you roll them up, it just compounds into this ongoing issue contributing to low rates of women in tech careers. Absolutely. I mean, thank you for summarizing that up so, I mean, so eloquently. It's, um, you know, it's such a big problem on so many levels. But I'm really excited to hear about the Women in Tech Scholars program. I was thrilled to help you kick it off. And I'm, I'm really excited to hear, you know, how it's evolved and, and what's, what's happening since. Yes, so we have um, uh, a lot more um, ironed out in terms of detail. So from uh, initial inception through today, I have to first start out with I am extremely excited about this program. Um, it's, it's unique in the way it's been designed. Uh, the Women in Tech Scholars Program here at DeVry offers a suite of tools and, and resources to really help women take that first step in their pursuit of a tech career. And the, the program is truly designed to support these women along the way to earning a certificate or a degree. Uh, for example, as a Women in Tech Scholar student, 
um, they'll be assigned a mentor cohort. Uh, and what that means is they're, they're being mentored by a mixture of alumni, industry professionals, and of course, our faculty members teaching and working in, in tech-related roles. Um, we've also uh, provided early access and will provide early access to industry-related internships and job opportunities. Uh, uh, receiving a CompTIA industry association membership uh, providing access to industry insights, white papers, and, and more key sort of faculty leaders in this space. Um, we've also built out a special tech scholars library, uh, and, and this provides various reading lists, articles, videos, TED Talks, and really other resources. And this is all aiming to support women outside of the classroom. Of course, we know um, in the classroom, uh, they'll learn the skills necessary to get into those great jobs in tech. Um, but we want to equip them with the confidence necessary outside of the classroom to pursue those employment opportunities um, once they graduate. So, you know, in this Tech Scholars Library, um, we've got all of these resources so that they can, you know, they, they can go in and they can look at look at things outside of outside of their normal um, academic program. But we also uh, have these leadership series courses. And this is really cool because they can actually earn training badges to display on their LinkedIn profiles, which would allow them to essentially build a virtual resume of skills in the moment as they're going through these, these leadership uh, series courses. Uh, and, and then they may also receive professional certification reimbursement. Uh, and there's just so much more that we've embedded into this program. I could talk all day about the resources um, the supporting elements we've designed into the scholar's experience can help women overcome the significant barriers they're going to face in the workplace. I mean, it's, it's a fact. Uh, for example, the, um, the program's network of internships and job opportunities really aims to combat that, that gender imbalance when it comes to placement within tech-related roles. And then the mentorship program can also help position female professionals in tech to, to help become advocates um, for these women and, and, and help them understand how to uh, talk about gaining higher compensation or a greater number of promotions or greater commitment to their career development once they're in these once they're in these roles. So being a part of the um, the Women in Tech Scholars program program is more than just an accomplishment. Students add to their resume. I have to say it's it's a community. What, what we like to call it is a community of like-minded women eager and determined to achieve their goals. And as women embark on this journey and go through this scholars program, the last thing that should stand in their way is a financial burden. So DeVry actually um, has uh, helped with um, creating the Women in Tech Scholarship. And as a university, we're committed to awarding up to $10 million in scholarships for women enrolling in one of our various tech-related programs. Uh, so you've got the scholars program and then you've got the scholarship to help as well. Um, we just want to try to remove as many barriers as possible to get women focused and confident going into uh, achieving their, their certificate or their, their degree program and then launching their career or advancing their career in tech. 
Well, I think I, I love this program because yes, you know, we need more women across the board everywhere taking coding classes and STEM classes, but it really does come down to that community. That is where we lose women because they feel they don't have mentors, they don't have opportunities and access. So I think it's so wonderful. Elise, where can people go to find out more about this program and connect with you and everything going on at DeVry? Thank you for asking. So um, it's actually uh, pretty simple. They can uh, visit our website at devry.edu, www.devry.edu. There's actually more information on our homepage about the Women in Tech Scholars Program. This will include a walkthrough of steps to gather more information. And then from a giving back standpoint, uh, we have engaged several industry leaders and corporate partners in assisting women who want to be a part of the Scholars Program and ultimately earn a credential towards a tech-related program through becoming mentors and helping lead the way through support throughout their time here at DeVry University. I bring that up because DeVry University cannot bridge this gap alone. Uh, if an industry leader um, would like to, uh, to help support, um, and we have not yet connected with, with, with the industry leader and they'd like to become mentors, they can actually serve as a mentor as part of the program um, and support one of our students by simply reaching out to us at womenintechmentor at devry.edu. Excellent. Thank you so much, Elise Awad, Chief Operating Officer at DeVry University. It's been so wonderful to, to chat with you, and I'm so glad we share a passion for closing the opportunity gap for women uh, in tech. I can't wait to follow back on with the program and, and see all the great progress. Thank you, Randy. And again, thank you for, for helping support this program for DeVry University as well. It was a pleasure speaking with you today. Likewise. Take care. I'm Randy Zuckerberg, host of Randy Zuckerberg Means Business here on Sirius XM Business Radio 132. For more guest interviews, check out our Wharton Business Radio Highlights podcast on iTunes and Google Play. 